welcome to Classical Guitar and Beyond. David Steinhardt here, broadcasting from Granada, Spain. It's my uh, second week here. Um, mentioned last episode, uh, I'm here for uh, CSU's uh, La Guitarra Festival, and it's just been an amazing time. Um, special thanks uh, to Scott Morrison for everyone who puts this festival together. Granada, I always tell... My guitar friends, uh, Granada is a city every classical guitarist should make a pilgrimage to. And I know it sounds goofy, but I really believe that. Um, I mean, you have the Alhambra, which is just breathtaking, of course. We have our Stairway to Heaven, the Recuerdos de Alhambra, uh, that was written uh, right off of that. And the, the guitar scene is just amazing out here. Every single person knows the classical guitar repertoire. I was at this uh, tapas restaurant the other day, and my guitar luthier, Paco Marin, dines there quite a bit. And I asked the bartender, do you know Paco? And they said, oh, yes, of course. He's a fantastic guitar builder, and he's one of our favorite customers here. And uh, turns out they weren't even guitarists, and they still know the luthiers. It's just, Granada is filled with so many luthiers. They're all so welcoming uh, to let you visit their workshops, try their guitars, see the process. It's just an amazing place. I, I, I can't rave enough about it. And the jamón the, is just out of this world. Oh my God. Out of this world. Anyway, today's episode, uh, we're going to go back to a recording I did with the Texas Guitar Quartet at the Hamilton Guitar Festival that Emma Rush puts together. Formed in 2008, the Texas Guitar Quartet has been hailed as impeccable in every respect by Classical Guitar Magazine. Throughout the United States, Central America, Spain, and China, audiences have embraced the quartet for their daring programs, dazzling virtuosity, and joyful music making. Recent highlights include performances for the Encuentro Internacional de Guitarra 2016 in Nicaragua, Victoria Bach Festival, Guitar Foundation of America Convention, Festival Internacional de Noreste, Mexico, and Texas Music Festival. During the summer of 2015, the quartet presented a series of concerts in historical cathedrals along the Camino de Santiago, Spain. We'll take a listen to the opening track for the quartet's album titled Icon. This is the Barbara Seville um, by the great Rossini piece. I'm sure many of you um, have heard it quite a few times. And this is arranged by one of the quartet members himself, Alejandro. And I remember this was the piece they opened up at Hamilton Festival, and it was definitely a crowd pleaser. Enjoy.
first episode of Classical Guitar and Beyond, where we've got more than two people sitting in the same room, very excited to have the Texas Guitar Quartet. We've got three of the members. Did one of them get mm-hmm. kicked out yet, or, or is he... No, he's out <laughs> with family today, so... Yeah. <laughs> we'll let it slide. Yeah, yeah. So we got, to my right, got Isaac Bustos here, and Joseph Palmer over here, and we've got... Jay Kaczerski, right? And it's so great to have all of you, and we're here at the Hamilton Guitar Festival. You guys opened up the concert Friday night, Total Riot, it was a great time. Emma was saying the first time they've had a guitar quartet play at this festival, oh, so nice. it's a great, great way to kind of induct this crowd into that repertoire. Eight years for that to happen. Yeah, right, <laughs> it takes a while, but uh, yeah, really fantastic. I especially love the, the Beethoven mm-hmm. um, arrangement you mm-hmm. did, and that was done, the transcription was done by you, Isaac, right? Yeah, that's right. I. Um, it took me months to kind of get get that going um and then of course it took a little while for uh for the quartet to actually get it done but uh just a little inside secret we had just learned that piece maybe a week before we recorded it really yeah we had actually wow. never ever performed it before oh my goodness we recorded the piece so yeah it was fun <laughs> that must have been a stressful yeah. recording uh no it was really fun or fun actually. yeah well the excitement of oh yeah. we gotta record putting this. it together and then hearing it back for the first time you know it was really awesome and which album is that off of you have two the right. red and that's red and icon is that from icon or uh no that was on red okay it's cool. our first album very cool yeah. and uh r- remind me which uh which work was it of beethoven's the egmont over yeah yeah. It, it's just so great to hear that repertoire mm-hmm. on the guitar. Right. And I think, as you heard from the yeah. immediate standing ovations right. from the yeah. crowd, everyone loved it. Yeah. Well, I think it's one of the ways in which the quartet can actually sort of like expand the repertoire, you know, because we have so many more possibilities that we can explore the repertoire. And uh, actually playing that piece kind of made us better as yeah. a quartet, better musicians. We think of lines differently. Absolutely. You, know, you listen to the orchestra and you're trying to sort of replicate that sound. Yeah, and those bowings, for example, in the cellos and the, and the violins, and it's it's actually challenging because it doesn't work guitaristically, you know. So yeah, you have to kind of come to a consensus of what you can and cannot do. And it's such so. amazing moving repertoire. I yeah. used to play double bass in a youth orchestra, and I got to play some Beethoven, Brahms, and Mahler, and you know, it's just a shame so few guitarists get to actually experience these works as a performer right so mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. I, i'm hoping are these arrangements published yet or no to not be yet to be published i i suppose I, I i keep getting asked for that and also the alborada yeah yeah know, and uh but yeah so I'm, I'm hoping to clean them up i'm really bad at finale and <laughs> well uh, i use muse score yeah. and i'm even worse at that yeah so wow, no worries yeah, well you know <laughs> i'm really terrible so that's why it takes me a long time to kind of figure things out mm-hmm. you know and then finally, when I get it to these guys, it's like, uh, you missed a bunch of stuff here. <laughs> so, Could you fix yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Adding all in the little, little yeah. changes here, yeah. here and there. Yeah. And that's the challenge, yeah. you know, finding all those keys on the, and I just don't have patience yeah. for it. Because yeah. we always change things after yeah. we rehearse. We're like, wait a second. Oh, yeah. we can fill out this chord yeah. or we yeah. can. Yeah, there's a lot of things that we need. There's to a lot of editing. So it's quite a collaborative yeah. Yeah. type. That's very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm sure once it gets published, it's going to be super popular. Yeah. It's um, any other arrangement projects uh, on your behalf, or any one else here, or one of the most recent ones was uh, Alejandro Montiel did uh, did the uh, Arnwes. 
uh, for, oh, okay. and that was arranged. He arranged the orchestral part for four guitars. Oh, okay. And we, and we and we did it with our old professor, our old teacher, Adam Holzman. Oh, and, and he was so, playing the solo part. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, that yeah. must have been a blast. So, yeah, because at guitar festivals you can't typically play the Arnwes unless you can afford to hire a, an orchestra. Right. So it's a it's a cool way to be able to to, to promote the piece or, or to be able to to where guitarists can play that piece yeah. where they otherwise wouldn't have the opportunity. I know, know it's been done just guitar quartet and one, so basically trio and solo. But I think quartet oh, okay. and solo would probably work more. You got a little more power, especially right. post cadenza right. orchestral the big entrance, yeah. crying and yeah, everything yeah. that must have been a blast was it the whole concerto or yeah the whole concerto and you yeah. you arranged it no no, no it was Al Montiel I'm just oh, oh sorry speaking, Alejandro yes, speaking yes, on his behalf we, we are late into the festival and yeah, yeah. we've all been having a blast but I think we're all a little sleep deprived yeah <laughs> he's actually our arranger in residence because I mean he can whip out an arrangement so quickly it's just yeah. unreal some people so, can do it like that and so neatly too like all the you know all the markings and, uh, you know, every time I bring a score to him, you know, and he wants to do some revisions to it, he knows all the shortcuts, you know, so he's like, oh, okay, done. Yeah. And it's, it would have taken me a month to do that. You yeah. Know? It's like, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we're I very was, lucky that he. Yeah. I know, wish I had that someone skill. like that in the group, you know, it's it was great. It's uh, Rossini that we did. Yeah, the Rossini. Oh, uh, to open the Barbaros. Yeah, That's always a blast. I really enjoyed that. It was, uh, is that the same arrangement? The LA quartet oh, no, plays, no, no. or do that's they a, do a that's different Al's arrangement? Mm -hmm. also. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I think I, that one he was trying to like. What would Giuliani do? Yeah, right? yeah. A extra, but uh, yeah. I think that's what he was, yeah. his vision was. Well, Giuliani was such a Rossini fan, yeah. like fanboy, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah. 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 The, the majority week. of the pieces on the program were arrangements that either you or Al right. did, correct? Uh, for the most yeah. part, yeah. like yeah. one. One other, one arrange, well, well, one original, really. Yeah, yeah. One original, but actually, all the arrangements were mm -hmm. done by, by Al and myself. Two me, two of mine, and then everything else was Al. Piazzolla. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this is at least today when we're recording. It's going to be a little bit of time before I release, but this is early July. Have you, you guys have been doing a bit of touring this summer? I'm assuming. Decent bit. Uh, we we did definitely we did a, a Central Texas tour in April. Cool. Where we did about seven concerts in, in the Dallas. Very Dallas cool. area. Um, we also we had a week in Brevard with with Adam Holzman, which is where we oh, where we okay. did the the uh, Arn was. Were you teaching out there as well? We or? did we did an adult guitar workshop cool. in Brevard. It was really really amazing because it was a beautiful. It was like a music school in the middle of the woods, and they were basically, and it was it was really lovely. And we we got a lot of time to rehearse, and we taught the adult guitar workshop. Very fun. And uh, we we did a performance that basically it was it was split up where Adam Holzman played part. Mm -hmm. Uh, the first third, and then we we did a little quartet set, and then we did the Iron Wes. To, yeah, to oh, that must concert. have been a fun so that way. Was, mm -hmm. That was the most uh, recent one before before the Hamilton. Now, have all of you studied with Adam at some point? Yes, yes, very cool. Yeah, yeah. In fact, the you know just to give you a little background on the quartet, the quartet actually formed as a student group. You know, you get you sign up for yeah. chamber music credit, and you know you get together with four guys in the studio. Uh, and that's how it kind of started, really? you know, and then we all started kind of to graduate, yeah. you know, and we're like, I, I kind of like playing with these guys. You sound and pretty good. Yeah, it's not <laughs> so bad. And then we started getting paid for concerts and it's like, we definitely need to stay and doing that's this. That's fantastic. You know? yeah, so. so it was originally the University of Austin. Uh, yeah, kind of the University yeah. of Texas Guitar Well, quartet. that's how LA I Quartet know? started. Yeah, it was exactly. the USC. Exactly. And, yeah. and three of, Joseph, you're brand new to the ensemble. I'd love to talk about that, but the three... You guys I've been, and Alejandro. I've been here, uh, a year. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. But um, still, it, it's been fairly consistent Isaac with the members. And, and, it's, and, uh, and, and how long have you been playing? Um, so Alice kind of like, well, it's funny because I mean, all I was in the quartet before it was the Texas Guitar Quartet, right? Uh-huh. And then I graduated, and then uh, but Al has been in it for maybe the longest out of all of us, maybe uh, maybe a year before I joined, and this is our tenth year. Wow! So tenth anniversary. Uh, yeah. Funny, the other day we were, Al and I were talking about we're coming up to maybe our like 200th concert or something, wow. like, which is kind That's of exciting. Great. But uh, yeah, and, uh, 2006 or five is when it formed. I joined in 2006 or seven, seven I think. So actually, 11 years with these guys. Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you guys seem to still speak with each other, which is good. Yeah, we get occasionally, along. Yeah. Is, occasionally, yeah. Occasionally, yeah. Makes it very helpful. We, yeah, all, yeah. we all have a good time because yeah. there's, you know, yeah. we'll spend a week together. Yeah, and yeah. yeah you guys are and we are together. Yeah, yeah exactly. And yeah, we, and we've we, heard horror we stories it. of other quartets, yeah, right? Like that, you know, and actually not just guitar quartet, but string quartets. Yeah. Where, like, yeah. They just can't be in the same room at the same yeah. time until they get on stage, you know, and so that... I mean, I think one of the hardest parts of ensembles is finding chemistry while on stage, of course, but also just getting a log in rehearsals and just free time. So it's great you guys got that. Yeah, yeah, I I mean, I know without, and I'm not trying to compare you guys. You guys are both phenomenal quartets, just different people. I I think without like guitar quartet, they definitely kind of do their separate things, Mm -hmm. you know, and they can't be like in the same rooms Mm -hmm. and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. But seeing you guys here at the festival always Mm -hmm. hanging out, you know, Cat and Fiddle Pub that Mm -hmm. we love and the concerts and everything. It's really Mm -hmm. refreshing to Mm -hmm. see uh, people enjoy being around each other, even though like uh, you're you're playing with each other so much. You know, I've had some duos and absolutely amazing times, but there's been some very kind of close calls where it's like, wow, I almost need to stop this. Mm -hmm. It can Mm -hmm. be tough sometimes. Sure. yeah. It's great to see you guys yeah. get along so well. Yeah, it's yeah. very refreshing. Yeah. Well, you know, when you make it about the music and yeah. not yourself, is is kind of that's the most important you know, is, part. It's really rewarding because you know, in the rehearsals, I, you know, sometimes things get a little weird. You know? <laughs> but uh, but uh, but it's never about a personal thing. It's more about like how can we make this better? Yeah. You know, and uh, and it's about the music, and so it's. I think it's easier to deal with things that way. Yeah. Out of per- on a personal level, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And we all contribute to the yeah, different exactly. musical I- ideas. It's got to be collaborative, and, which it yeah. is. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, are all of you living in the same town, or are you kind of a little dispersed throughout Texas? We are dispersed. I actually live in Louisiana. Oh, wow. Um, so, but two hours away from Houston, so we're based in Houston, Texas. Oh, I did realize yeah, Louisiana yeah. was so close by, so at least Joe parts. in of Austin, so we're about the same away, but... He's two hours to the west, yeah. and two hours to the east. And, and, uh, so where's the rehearsal spot? Houston's you guys have a cabin? Yeah. <laughs> Houston's like the epicenter where yeah. Al and, and, and Isaac live. And so, and yeah, Jay and I are sort of equal distances, uh, you know, but on opposite sides. So um, so we usually go to Houston to Okay. Rehearse. Have a nice little weekend of yeah. rehearsals mm-hmm. or something. That's I don't like Tantalus. Two of the guys are in Rochester now, but then uh, Maddenly is in Louisville, which yeah. is definitely high. And then I, I forgot where... The fourth guy is, yeah. um, but uh, that's nice. You, you've yeah, only so got a couple-hour drive. Yeah. That's very manageable. Yeah. Very, very manageable. Yeah. Yeah. And Joseph, you're you're pretty fresh to the ensemble. That's it, that's right. You're mm-hmm. six months in now, or about six months in. Our first rehearsal, I think, was in yeah. January of this year. You just passed the I, aging process. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, it was like I don't know, maybe like a concerto and a whole hour of, of quartet music and um, right. and a couple of chamber music pieces that I, I crunched in about you know, like 17 pieces in them. So. 
unbelievable. In about a week or two, <laughs> or no, wow. I'm sorry, a month or two, like about a a month. And then we started rehearsing in, in tor like towards the end of January, and uh, our first uh, our first concert with with me and the group was the end of March. And then we had a slew of concerts in Central Texas, uh, which is where it got really warmed up because we had yeah. we had uh, six concerts in eight days, I yes. think. Like so, we had that's pretty intense, yeah, yeah, or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Well, it's uh, worked out great. Did, did you guys have like a kind of audition process for Bergy Joseph, or did you guys just know each other? Not for this one. Yeah. Not for this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was let in. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at that face. I mean, you know, it's like <laughs> beautiful. No, it's um, good for promos. Yes, like. absolutely. So no, I mean, it was funny because you know we we did have an audition process uh, when Joe left the group and you know and um, and Jay joined us at that time and then uh, when John decided to step down, it was like there was no hesitation to just have. To, to yeah. have Joseph join us, you know, we didn't need to, we didn't need to audition anybody. Yeah, knew, just knew yeah, work out. Where he was a good friend too already, and we like his playing, <laughs> and uh, you know, he's <laughs> got a good, uh, not tequila, but what, what's the uh, oh, mezcal? He's yeah. got a me good mezcal. Definitely collection. a mezcal collection. Yeah. That was a definite decision sort of strategic a, decision yes, yeah absolutely it was like when i worked on a golf course i, I did it on purpose because i knew i'd be saving money in the long run because i want to be paying for golf you won't be paying for mezcal now you've right. got that set for a while <laughs> yeah <laughs> we have gotten wonderful mezcal taste that's right i bring a little satchel filled with like about 10 different types to uh to our rehearsals to, to finish off the rehearsal. after the rehearsal after, after the, the cigars yeah. i mean come on i mean this is yeah, it was a no-brainer yeah <laughs> Free cigars and best cigar. Maybe I should yeah. be saved free. Yeah. But uh, right. <laughs> yeah. Now, any uh, projects coming up? Are you? Um, when was your last album released? Last year. Last year. Last, yeah, yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah, last, last year. We do have another album that we're working on, uh, where we're doing uh, all premieres, all contemporary music. Oh, very cool. Um, mostly te Texas composers, but we have other uh, Benoit Bear. For example, from uh, the uh, Lafret Medus duo. Okay, cool. He plays with Randy. He wrote us a piece. We're playing that. Uh, one of my colleagues wrote a piece for us that we've been playing for a while. We're going to record that. Um, Eddie and, Joseph Williams. Uh, uh, no, not in this okay. recording. No, um, but of course Joseph, you know, was a uh, uh, Williams was a big part of the group, and and his music is just. <laughs> Yeah, you know, outrageously good. So we're probably gonna record first something. CD was titled yeah, uh, and the first CD was after his first, uh, after the quartet piece he wrote for. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah, and so yeah, so there's that, there's that recording project. Awesome. Uh, in in the works. So kind of a, a gold timeline, or is it just gonna see when uh, when all the commissions come through and. Uh, well, no, I mean, we have all the music. Okay. Um, I think we're gonna try to do something different this time and record the pieces. At different times, rather cool. than having this massive recording cram everything session. in a week, yeah, yeah, and um, uh, and we're very lucky to be working with a really great producer, um, uh, Brad Sales, who also, also happens to be a Grammy-winning oh, awesome. uh, producer. Yeah, and so we're going to record it. Of course, he's very busy, so we're going to try to record the pieces at different times mm -hmm. uh, as well. For that reason, you know, uh, so the first one is going to be Benoit's piece in October. Okay, yeah. And, uh, but we don't, we're trying to release it, I guess, in, in 2019. Cool. Is when we would want to do kind of it. The, but, the uh, goal. 
yeah, but uh, you know the, those things are a little they're malleable. They you gotta change, play it by ear, no? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not to make a bad musician's yeah, joke, right? Um, that's awesome. And uh, you're saying he's a Grammy award-winning producer. Is he a uh, mostly kind of classical producer? Yeah. Or does he kind of do all? He just won it for Vocek. Yeah, for uh, Vocek. Uh, I think it's on Naxos, right? Think so, yeah. yeah, and uh, he's the guy who records the Houston Symphony. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, and uh, probably knows I stuff, first but... recorded with him doing a sonata that Peter Lewin, which is also one of the quartet pieces in our next album, he wrote a sonata for me a few years back. And when we recorded it, we recorded it with Brad, and I'd never been in a recording situation where you had somebody in the recording booth that was in complete control. You know, and you can just show up and do the playing, yeah, and kind of trust that. I don't have to be like, oh, you know, maybe the because you know you're be. super critical, and you know you leave there thinking like, God, there's there was nothing there that that we can use, and then you get this recording later, and it's like beautiful, you know, it's yeah. like, um, so uh, yeah, so I told Al about that, and then Al and I did uh, a recording with him and a violinist, cool, um, and then of course he was like a no-brainer for us to yeah. get him on board and he was he has been actually very supportive also of the group awesome so is he houston based as yes. well yeah right yeah yeah so i'll make travel easy for everybody that's right yeah very cool that should be exciting is there is there a name set you guys got great names for your albums it was red and an icon i was expecting like something you'll go blue then red kind of weezer style yeah, or right. something <laughs> white album. the white album yeah. yeah thanks to all the guys from the quartet for being on the show I wasn't sure at first what it would be like uh, to interview a whole ensemble like that. And uh, this is the first time I've done it, but it ended up being a really fun conversation. Really happy how it turned out. Join me in a couple weeks, August 15th, for a conversation with the amazing Jorge Caballero. And stay posted for future artists after then. You can expect to hear from a couple of Spanish guitar luthiers. Um, from later on in my trip in Granada. Very excited for that. I'm going to leave you with another recording. This is from their Red album. It's the Egmont Overture, Opus 84, by the great Beethoven. So nice to hear works uh, by these phenomenal composers that just never wrote for the guitar, unfortunately. I'm David Steinhardt, and we'll see you next time for Classical Guitar and Beyond. Mm -hmm.